This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap for Friday the 25th of November 2022. I am Stephen Scott. Sean Priest is going to join me shortly. We're going to go through more of your feedback and we're going to be geeking out today with David Woodbridge from Vision Australia. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Uh, good day, Sean. Good day. Oh, good day, uh, Bruce. How are you, sir? Thank oh. you, Sheila. Um, I think that a terrible it. stereotypical start to the show. Yeah, that, that's like, yeah, David will not be annoyed by that at all. I don't think he's listening <laughs> to this all. bit anyway. I think he's away. Uh, I don't know. He's, he's, he's dancing with a kangaroo or something at the moment. Whatever they do in Australia. Chucking shrimp on the barbie. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, David Woodbridge is going to join us later to talk <laughs> all things and geek. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, he's going to geek out with us. We're going to talk about... Um, I, I want to get his take on the whole budget tech thing because I know he's into his tech in a big way. And I thought he'd be a good guy to bring on and talk about the Fire tablet that I've been talking about. So I want to get him on to, to address some of his thoughts. Look, the big story of the, the week, frankly, for us, has been the, the news of Amazon Echo and its potential demise, as at least mm-hmm. is what's being reported out there. Um, I am not entirely convinced that demise is on the way. I think that, you know, I said it the other day, I think that what's likely to happen is that they are going to scale back operations a little bit, especially if 10,000 staff are going to be laid off, as is estimated, um, yeah. from Amazon. And I think that what will happen is that the device will just be not left to rot, but I think what will happen is they will just halt any further new features, anything new for the, the time being. And also they're going to probably look at ways to monetize it, right? Because they're going to have to find ways to get this thing to make some money. We've been talking about this this week. Oh, yeah, that and, um, you know, the T word, but we're not going to talk about that. But yes, this one, I think... T word? This one has more of an impact on people because we've... Hang on, what's the T word? Twitter. Oh, you made I see. Me say it. Right. Unbelievable. Oh, why did you bring that up? Now I have to talk about that so, for half an hour. No, 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 no. I, you know what it is? <laughs> we, we've got a bit of a relationship with our smart speakers. I'm mm-hmm. going to put my hands up and say I have. I, I'd like... Her and him, it it, it 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 just it's part of my everyday life, and it's the, it's the same for a lot of people. And to see it go would be a real shame, and for some people, it would be more than that. Yeah, so I agree. Uh, it is an important story. It is, and I'm, I'm glad to see some people talking about it publicly about their um, their fear about it because I think it's good that the companies know that this isn't just a gimmick to people. This actually has no. got depth and meaning to a lot of people, especially those with physical disabilities, those of us who are blind, who rely on it for information, who can get easy access. Yes, okay, look, people like you and I, we can maybe get online and get the information we need, but how easy is it just to speak to the air, get that information back? <laughs> I mean, I look, it's, one th- it's like, you know, it makes me think a little bit of online shopping. You know, the difference between online shopping and going out to the store for, for most people, it's just, you know, the hassle of going out. And some people really enjoy that that part of it. But for me, mm-hmm. and I guess for you as well, you know, online shopping has just made it so much easier to get what you want, get it delivered to you without the stress of having to go out. I mean, the, the shopping part, the buying part is probably the easiest bit, right? Yeah, you know, once you've Once you've managed to, na- it's the navigation to the place, to get the bus, to get to the store, to find the thing in the store, to find where the checkout is. To then done do all that in reverse. Yeah, Specifically clothes shopping. Absolute nightmare. I wouldn't yeah. be able to do it. I just wouldn't. you got to rely on someone else, either someone to go with you all the way or someone in the shop that you will find that is actually helpful. That's not – look, the majority of people are helpful, but still, it doesn't mean they, they're helpful in, in helping you in that sort of way. You know, some people are just so helpful that they're unhelpful. I know that makes no sense, but – No, no, know I, I know what you mean. About. And I think it's, it, that is the equivalent for information. And these devices, I think that's yes. me, that's what it comes down to. Dean writes in, he's uh, said, I can't believe what I'm hearing about Lady A perhaps getting knocked on the head. This would be just devastating, disastrous, disappointing and deplorable. I like that. Uh, oh, he says, I well love done, my Dean. lady. I've got five of them, two stereo paired and a second gen as well. Um, he said, it's so great having music and podcasts playing everywhere in my little unit. I play games on there and I use it for many things. And I'm really surprised 
you know, how wonderful it is. But also I'm surprised that they were so cheap to buy. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe they need to increase the price of the newer versions. Um, plus the experience of listening to Amazon Music on the iPhone wouldn't be good at all, no matter what Bluetooth speaker you might have. So, you know, imagine if mm. Amazon sold the A-Lady and think what Apple could do with her. Um, goodness, can you imagine if Apple bought Amazon? That would be a really interesting turn of events. Um, I'm not sure how I feel that. about that. Mm, I don't know. I, I, you know, they didn't exactly do so well with Siri, and he makes that point. He says, you know, apparently the HomePods, I have, I've heard they're not very good. Um, there's a lot of good points in that, right? So... I think it's the challenge. I think, it, it, like I say, it's about the appreciation side. Stan also got in touch with us. Here's what uh, Stan had to say. Good morning, um, Steve and John and everyone associated with the double tap and the half vast or vast double tap audience. This is Stan Warren Luttrell, and I have a thought about your discussion about Lady a, and this is something you and Sean did not even talk about. And I'm totally surprised about this. Uh, I think what part of the problem is, I don't think as much effort has been done to enhance the use of double A, I mean, Lady A, and make it more viable. Here's what I'm talking about. We all know how lacking Siri can be. How about talking with Apple and licensing the Lady A technology for Siri to make it more usable? That's the reason I don't see Lady A going anywhere. Because Amazon, think of the losses like you're saying. If they go and uh, get rid of those items... And they may have too many devices that they need to whittle down and discuss which ones they want to get rid of. If you look at the Amazon deals of the day, for example, how many devices do you see that they're constantly trying to hawk? I mean, how many, how many different alliterations of the show, for example? How many alliterations of the um, Android computer-like tablets. I mean, there's a lot of things that can be done. As for Lady, the demise of Lady A, I don't see that happening. As for subscriptions, you have to think that there's going to come a time when people are overloaded by the number of subscriptions that we are asked to get. I, for one, am saying enough! Enough! If you can't Price your uh, things to to um, for uh, to allow for perpetual sales. Well, I'm sorry, that's the way the free enterprise system works. You either have it or you don't. No, no, don't say constantly subscribe. We are being subscription to death. Thank you. Sorry for the rant. Not really. Have a great day. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Um, I'll let you start on that one. <laughs> um, you know what? He brings up a really good point, and I wanted to talk about this as well, is is that this whole talk of loss, at every Amazon event, we say, wow, look at all these products. They're just bringing, bringing them out. How much was put in in the research and development of Astro, the robot, or the Echo Frames, or the Echo Ring, or this other strange hardware that they seem to be, you know, just testing out. Well, throw money. That one, the, the hovering home helicopter camera thing. Um, and we don't really see it anywhere. So I, I think, you know, I think there are um, um, cuts to be made. And, and I don't think it necessarily has to affect the development at all of the you know, smart speaker side of it. I think when it comes to hardware, I think Stan brings up a big point. There, there's lots of other cuts that could be made. And again, as, as you just said, Stephen, as well before, I, I think we're not going to see the, the, the plugged plug pulled on this. The ecosystem is far too massive for Amazon just to say, you know what, I'm cutting and running. I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. No, I agree. I, I don't think that's going to happen at all. And as for Apple buying it, pff, I, I don't think that would ever happen. Um, I mean, it's no, interesting, I, right? I mean, the same argument could be made about Twitter. People have been saying, well, why doesn't Microsoft buy it? Um, 
I, I mean, really, would they want it? <laughs> to be honest, well, Apple's notorious for you know keeping things in house and just buying things secretly and maybe just killing it off. Um, Google pays billions in order for them to be like the search engine or a part of one of the search engines on an Apple ecosystem. Mm. I mean, it's, it's not Amazon would have to pay Apple, I think, for that to happen. Yes, yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. Um, oh, look, it was really interesting to hear your comments on this. Eleanor got in touch as well. Side note, really, uh, about Amazon Echoes and an issue that you'd been having, Sean. Hi, guys. It's Eleanor again. Sean, you were saying yesterday that when you're doing something with Lady E that involves constantly saying her name and eventually she stops responding, have you tried using follow-up mode for this? I use it every morning when I do my puzzles and quizzes and move seamlessly from one to the next. And although it doesn't always work, it means I only have to say the A word occasionally. Yeah. I discovered when talking to her the other day, you can now say, I have feedback. She responds by saying, what do you want to say to me? And I left a message saying how important Lady A is to people like myself and that I can't imagine life without her. Hopefully, if enough people do this, it might make a difference. Good idea. What gives me hope is that they might not, that they might not shut her down completely is the fact that they're still adding new features like all the voices you can get now simply by saying change your voice. In the meantime, I'm trying to use her mindfully, enjoying every moment with her and trying not to fret too much about what Amazon might do. Speak to you soon. Bye. Do you know, you can, thank you, Eleanor. And you can really hear it in your voice, Eleanor. The, the worry, right? That, that, God, if this thing Absolutely. went away. Again, it's about that connection. And I know it sounds, you know, it sounds a little bit strange to say I've got a connection to my smart speak, but it's, it's one of those technologies that's, that's become an everyday thing. I think some I, people I, I might saw, think it's strange, but I don't think it is. I think there's people no, out there I, I was, who may, it may yeah. be their only form of connection to anything or anyone at any time. Entertainment, yeah, exactly, as well as that actual interacting with people, as well as the smart speaker. I saw a a social media post the other day of someone saying, I can't believe it, I was shopping in the supermarket and I actually said out loud, Lady A, what time is it? Because I'm just so used to doing it. I I was laughing because I've done exactly the same thing when I'm just walking outside. I just, you forget, you're so used to just shouting the name and asking a question. For me, it's hotels. I go into a hotel and I'm, sta- I'm sitting in the room and I think, <laughs> yes. what time is it? And I'm like, why is it not speaking? And actually, Where's I'll tell you, the, the freakiest day I had was when I asked the question and I got an answer because there was oh. one in the room. Because there was a maid there. <laughs> and you know, exactly, that's right. But it was so weird because it answered me and I'm like, how did that happen? And then I realised there was one in the room. But it, you know that way instantly you remember where you are, but then you also yes. think, hang on. That's not right. So, yeah, it was kind of <laughs> She's funny. followed me. Can I also just say, Eleanor, thank you so much for the tip. Mm. Um, like, the follow-up mode is, is cool, but with follow-up mode, you do need to wait for it to finish whatever you asked it to do, and then you can just simply ask it another question afterwards. What I'm doing here is interrupting because I'm playing a game, so I need to say the wake word in order to interrupt what it's currently doing, and that's where I'm having the issues. Now, I've noticed it's not doing it on the third gen, so the, the, you know, the hockey puck style... Um, dots, it, it it doesn't affect it that way. Mm. It's only with the um, the latest gen, the, the ball-shaped dot, that I'm having this issue. So I'm wondering if it's something to do with the um, processing commands on device rather than sending it off to Amazon, because the, the latest generations, you can do that. So okay. I'm going to do some investigating on this. Sorry, I've got a bit I, nerdy there. No, 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 that, that's great. And look, I want we've got to keep these conversations going. Um, I want to bring in a comment from Felix. Um, here's what he had to say today on this. 
evening that what happens this caught up on the Wednesday episode um, where Sean was talking about a bug um, for the Lady A and in fact the, lady, or the episode where you guys discuss about the uh, Lady A layoffs and stuff like that or Amazon's layoffs um, right so Sean you said that you had an issue um, with Lady A after 20 responses also uh, no longer responding um, that bug has been around for a while. I can't. Well, it's been around for. I think even before. I think I know on the game. I know you play certain games just like I do and others. And if you're talking about that, then um, it is. Yeah, that bug has been around for. I'd say at least six months, potentially even more. Um, um, there is a way around it, but it's rather annoying. You've either got to press the button to invoke her uh, and you get around it that way or uh, you've, when you when you go through 10 or 15 of them uh, the next command you give let it play all the way through but uh, let the response go all the way through and you can do it all over again but it's that that, that thing's been around for a while um, it isn't anything new but anyway good show guys um, that's all from me this has been Felix and talk to you guys soon bye for now Okay, thank you, Felix. Again, helping you out there. Yes, thank you, Felix. I will test that out. Um, yes, I have found that you need to use the button because the wake word doesn't work. And the only th- way to get back to the wake word working is unplug the thing and plug it back in again. Um, it is annoying. I'm wondering if it is specific to that skill, though, the game. That, I'm talking about Night Manager. That's a game I'm playing a lot. Mm. You have to do lots of battles. 400 battles a day I'm trying to do here. That's saying the wake word... 400 times. That's, so, that's exactly um, what you want to do, yes. You want to yes, just I find that it very entertaining and relaxing. It's, it's like meditation to me. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to bring in an email from Jules, negative Julian, of course, who gets in touch with us regularly. And um, I just wanted to bring this in because it, it ties into a couple of things. He says he was listening to the podcast for 23rd November. He says, firstly, you mentioned casually power cuts or outages to our American friends and said that you could still do the show using your amazingly battery-efficient laptop. Fair enough. But the thought that popped into my head was, so what powers his router? Clockwork? Then I realised that you would just default to 5G or 4G. But that immediately raised the question, well, what powers 5G and 4G masts? Hmm, Good point. Transmitting any signal requires energy. That is basic physics. If the system has its own separate power supply, fair enough. But if it draws power from the national grid, surely it will go down with everything else. The second thing was the... Well, okay, before we get to that. um, Yeah, I mean, I think if it gets to that point, I think if the whole country's out, then, you know, that's it. We're done. Society crumbles. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Looting. We're three mils away from anarchy or the internet going down for a day. Yeah, Yeah, it's the same thing. I don't know how those masks work. Is that right? Because you get they routers back up. We get routers that you can put SIM cards in. So if your internet does go down, your internet connection, it will connect to 5G or 3G. Now, I, I would assume that those those masks have their own separate power line. I don't well, know, I've, though. I have no idea. But I know, I know, well, the thing is with these outages that we're talking about, um, they would be planned and they, would be, they wouldn't be widespread. Oh, yeah, that's right. So yes. I think an, an overall fail is another problem, but that's not really what's being suggested here. Um, in the UK, anyway, if there is talk of if it is going to happen, it would be managed, as they say, <laughs> whatever that means, you know, because everything's uh-huh. going so well over here so far uh, with the management <laughs> we have. The second thing uh, Negative Julian mentioned is the mention of a split tap gesture. He says, you mentioned this. Now, I have never owned an Amazon tablet, and although I did own an Apple phone for a few months many years ago, like many survivors of terrible accidents, I have managed to develop selective amnesia about the horrific details. <laughs> I find it hard to understand what is so good about the split tap as described. Every phone I can remember uh, using would accept the standard double tap without fuss and as an alternative, after announcing itself, would retain focus and could then be activated with a double tap on an empty area of screen. What is the advantage of split tap? I'm genuinely confused. Explain, please. Regards, negative Julian. Okay, look, I don't have long to explain this, but basically... For someone like me with the essential tremor, actually being able to, because my hand's shaking, having the ability to do the double tap can be challenging. With a split tap, I'm able to essentially just tap the screen once. I can hold on the screen and tap. It's as simple as that. 
So it means that I can have the ability to know I've, I've got focus on the thing I want. I'm not then going to activate, accidentally tap the screen three times, which means hitting it once in another area, which then loses focus of what I've tried to tap and then double tap on the wrong thing. That's why I, 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 I the whole split tap feature. It's also quicker. As soon as you hear what you want, you just tap with the other finger without lifting your finger off the screen. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just quicker, especially Absolutely. when typing. Yeah. Uh, listen, thanks for your comments. Keep them coming. Feedback at doubletaponair.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail on one eight seven seven eight zero three four five six seven. Stick around. David Woodbridge from Vision Australia joins us next to geek out about budget tech. He's going to talk about his smart lock. And, uh, yeah, lots more. Stick around. Just double tap. Send us your feedback to <laughs> feedback at doubletaponair.com. Leave us a voicemail at one 803 4567 You're listening to Double Tap. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. Hey, guys, welcome back to the show. It is Stephen and Sean today. And, you know, I was talking a lot, Sean, uh, earlier in the week about budget tech and one particular gadget and that is the kindle i keep calling it the kindle the fire tablet from amazon it was called the kindle fire at one time no never never it was, was. That's, that's a dream you always refer to it as no, the kindle it was called the and kindle it... fire because it was no. the they were trying to Wrong. show the uh, i'm going i'm looking this up i'm going to find it all right you look it up i'm going to find it on kindle no we're fire not waiting i'm going to say yes you were singing the praises of the kindle fire tablet <laughs> it's not called that Kindle Fire tablets, yes, Amazon, that's it. If you search for that, that's what it comes up with. It comes up with things people often get the wrong name of. <laughs> Kindle Fire tablet, yeah. The Fire tablet uh, from Amazon, you were singing its praises, and then you actually picked it up and tried to use it again, and then it all came flooding back to you. Well, now it's, it's got its own it, difficulties. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, no. What? Uh, no. What? No. No. Okay. Well, uh, what is it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's got some, yeah. Well, it's got some quirks. Is that a, th- okay. what, is that a way to say it? It's got some quirks. Yep. Um, and look, if you come to this from a, like an iPad or you come to it from another device, then yeah, you're going to find a few quirks in there. So you have to be aware of that. Like the, the beeps and the bops and the stuff that goes with it and the hippity hops, they all sound <laughs> weird. Um, just like that. But um, the voices on it, it you know, they, they break up a lot. And, you know, I, I think that it would be great if it had something like TalkBack on there or you're able to download different voices. You probably can by sideloading, but a lot of people aren't going to do that. But you no. know what? I think for, for some people, I think for most people, to be fair, who want a device for consuming content, for, you know, getting onto applications and, and trying stuff out for making a Zoom call for, you know, using their Amazon devices. I think this is quite cool. So I thought we'd maybe talk about that today with an expert, Sean, with an actual expert. Me? Oh, good. Good to know. No. Hello. I thought we'd go to uh, Australia. This is We've had to go as far away <laughs> as humanly possible before we start coming back to ourselves. Uh, yes, we've gone to Australia. Vision Australia's own David Woodbridge, host of the Talking Tech podcast and also his own podcast called IC. Uh, David Woodbridge is with us. David, good to have you here on Double Tap. Well, it was going to put me off because I was trying to find somebody else in the room that was an expert and I couldn't find them. So you just stuck with me, unfortunately. Believe you, so were we. Yeah, we're in the same boat. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so first off, how, is, how are things? How are things in the land of Oz? Look, everything's much better now because I've been, I've been under this extreme pressure for the last six months of not buying anything. <gasps> and I've just broken out in the last month or so. So I'm feeling much better now. Oh, good man, good man. Well done. I'm glad, are you feeling okay as a result of that? I'm not applauding. Yes, look, I'll even give myself some applause. Hang on. <laughs> He's brought sound effects with him. Don't He's you just love? Something. Don't you just love bring, bringing gadget people on the show? They always bring their toys. It's great. You know, I, I kind of want that to be a little spaceman with a button on it, but I just know it's probably like a Zoom P4 or something, isn't it? No, but look, I've, I've definitely. And I don't know which sound this is for either one of you, but one of them's, and the other one's. That's Sean's. That's Sean's one. That's Sean's. Okay. Well, when Sean starts making comments, I'll just go. Uh, keep that and then for, for Stephen, we'll also have. Because I'm hilariously funny. <laughs> yes. That's it. Exactly. Um, oh, thank you. So, look, what are we talking about? Well, I have no idea. This. Is... 
<laughs> we always descend into chaos very quickly on this show. But listen, I, I want to ask you about the Fire Tablet off top because I did bring it up this week as, as what I think to be a, a really good option, especially with Black Friday sales and stuff. There's lots of great options out there. And I know you and I, David, you probably spend more money on tech than I do, and that's saying something. But for a lot of people, they don't have the money, right? We're in a cost of living crisis. People are maybe thinking about buying something for their friends or family, especially someone who's blind in the family. And they think, I want to buy something. But I just don't have a huge amount of money. And, you know, I mm. want to buy something. You know, it's like I, I, I've been hearing a lot of people talk since the beginning of the cost of living crisis. People saying things like, well, you know, see these poor people, they should just get rid of Netflix. And you think, really? The only one thing that gives them enjoyment and costs them next to nothing? They should just get rid of it? How dare you? Right? Don't talk such rubbish. People should be able to enjoy themselves. And it's the same with tech, right? People can enjoy tech, but they can enjoy it in a budget way, right? Well, I don't know about the budget way, but I definitely enjoy my tech, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, not in your case, no, okay. <laughs> to the wrong I know, not, not for you. I, 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 feel, I feel like I've brought Donald Trump on to talk about poverty, right? That's, but- <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> I had to actually moor the yacht somewhere else this week because some some wet bag wanted it. So let's, let's take thought, it from oh, a different. Just have, let's look at it from a different. Sorry, you have the fire tablet, don't you, David? Yes, okay. I do have the fire tablet. Okay, In fact, now, I've got two versions of the fire tablet. Of course, of course, you have. I've got two versions, and I've also got a couple of. Uh, oh, I think they're unknown Android tablets. I can't quite work out what they are because they're just in sort of these nice little leather cases. And then I've got one, two, three. Remember the original, what was it called? The Galaxy One Tab, which was also a phone. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Which I think was the predecessor to the Galaxy Notes. Well, I've, still got, I've also got three of those. So when you asked me about today, I went to the <clears throat> tech closet, another one called the tech bin, and dragged all of them out. And I plugged them all back in again. My God, they're actually still working. So I, um, I got the Fire TV one. And like you said, it's well. I actually think it's still extremely usable. I did turn off the the bongs and dings and other stuff because that drove me mad. Yeah, where the, did the you find that setting? Because I, I couldn't find the option to turn them off. It's under the vo- it's under the voice view settings. Or if you like me, you can actually um, get rid of voice view and put um, talk back on it. Ah, right. Okay. So, well, I was hoping yeah, someone would say uh, this to me at some point. Uh huh. That would be good. Yeah. So I. Uh, Yes, yes. So now, look. When I'm saying when I'm saying talk back, I think it, it's definitely talk back running. But I can't guarantee that the one I tried because I had six on my desk at the same time as you do. Um, now, one of them was definitely running voice view because you know the traditional uh, mode to navigate between voice view and, and talk back is different. But yeah. um, I had still had my my Kindle app on there with my books. Still had my Audible account. And I thought, you know what? The only thing, the things I used to you or you know, demonstrated with the Fire TV was the actual um, the Kindle app, the Audible books, a bit of navigating, and then you know, entertainment. So you know, like over here, listen to the ABC or over there, the BBC um, podcasts, and all those sort of things worked absolutely perfectly. Now, when I did the gestures, yes, there probably was about. Oh, maybe three-tenths of a second delay between the gesture and the focus moving. But I thought, you know what, if if it costs you know, a minimum amount of dollars, I'm not going to sit there back and go, well, this is not very good. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting two to three-tenths of a second because the gestures are slow, slow. At the end of the day, I could do exactly what I could do on my, you know, in this case, my Samsung S10 or my um, Z3. So I say to people, if you're looking for a cheap, good functional tablet, then I would go for the Apple the um, Apple TV. Hang on, did I just say Apple TV? Twice. When we're talking about the Apple TV, <laughs> I just realised what we're talking about. Listen, you've been talking about Fire TV since we started, so I don't know what you're on about. But look, we're talking Fire Tablet, right? Okay, and that's the thing. But he, oh, that's but, the one. And I think also it's good to say that, um, you know, because it is Amazon, it's tied into a lot of the, the kits. So I have, for example, a Ring Doorbell. I have the Echoes. And you can use this as an Echo. You can talk to it. There's a great feature on there where you can, you know, have it automatically open up the ring doorbell as soon as the doorbell is pressed and it will automatically show you live view on the screen. So if you've got some vision and you want to, you know, see who's at your front door, you don't have to go, you know, fumbling around to try and find the app to open up. It will just automatically Mm. open it on your tablet. I think that's pretty cool. Um, There's lots of little things like that which kind of make it stand out, even compared to something like an iPad if you wanted to. There is, but I'm just wondering um, lately because I think I heard a quote 
from well, some I think it was the Verge about the fact that Amazon wanted Echoes and Fire TVs and uh, Fire tablets to make money, mm. and they didn't want to make money out of selling the hardware. They wanted to make money out of you buying more stuff, and it seems to have backfired because a lot of people are buying the hardware, but they're not spending any money because what was it? They've just made a three billion dollar loss for that for the um, the digital team. Just for that team alone, yeah, ten billion team. overall. Yeah, 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 and I and I just think well. Why can't you just look at the the Amazon Echo in a in another light? So rather than being a, a revenue generator, which is obviously not, you know, making Google and Apple be more honest. Well, I don't know with their pricing or what they offer, because as an alternative, it's still a really good alternative to both Google and Apple. Yeah, I wonder what your take is on this because we were talking about this just the other day, and Sean, you were well, you and I were both talking about the idea of, you know, if it meant that Lady A, as I like to call her, could survive long term, that perhaps it needs to become a subscription service, even for premium features, it could become a subscription service. What do you you think about that? Uh, I don't know if people people would pay for it. (laughs) I don't, I mean... Considering considering that everything is subscription these days, considering... Everywhere you turn, people are paying money for wallpaper apps. Well, that's true. I mean, maybe if they maybe if they made it part of you know Amazon Prime, you wouldn't even think about it. So you know, yes, Amazon Prime customers get you know access to all the Prime features of the A Lady. Um, then I probably still pay for it. I might, I just, I mean, I just pay Amazon Prime because all my kids love watching stuff on their Amazon Prime yeah. video stuff, and I've got their music and everything else. So, um, and and I know I can afford all this, but I just. I'm always nervous. It's like me relying on one browser on my Mac. I know there's going to be things that break Safari or break Chrome. (laughs) And I just like having either a second or a third third alternative. So, I mean, I'm I'm lucky enough to have Google's here at home, um, Siri devices and Amazon Echo. So whatever doesn't work on one of them, I can switch over. Now, I know I'm in a sort of bit of a privileged position, but I've also got the original... um, not the original, but I've sort of got the Echo second edition to you still. Um, so I've got, you know, I've got about six of them floating around the place. So when I'm outside sometimes, I just wake them up to a power bank because you can't do it with the version three or the, the four. And I've got myself a little Amazon Echo outside. So when I'm doing my bit of a karate practice every day, I've got, you know, Spotify streaming outside because I don't want to answer my phone or anything when I'm training. So I just use that. So... Because the other thing I like to say to people, look, just because there's, there's new stuff on the market um, or you buy something new, don't throw away the older stuff because in some ways the older stuff might give you more advantages or access to different things that you didn't realise, particularly if your brand spanking new device doesn't do something. So, you know, I've still got a lot of my original gear in the, the tech bin slash shelf so that if my really, really new stuff craps out, I've got it. So I've still got my original 12.9 iPad Pro, uh, 12 inch or 12.9 inch, because sometimes my little Apple mini one, which is the brand new one, um, doesn't behave itself sometimes. So I think, right, I'll just nick over there and grab the other one and, and, and get it moving. So I, coming back to the Amazon Echo, I, I just think it's, yes, I'd probably pay for a script now I'm thinking more about it. And two... Like I said, it's. I I don't think it's going to go away. I mean, if it does go away, it's it's. I think it might. They might even just take say take the shopping off it or or take other stuff off, and then maybe charge advertisers advertisers a lot more money because I know when I. I think it was the Fire Fire tablet must have been because I used to hate the blasted ads that used to come up on the screen. It's like, listen, dude, I'm trying to use my screen reader here. The last thing I want to put up with is this blasted ad stuff stopping me from navigating. Yeah, you had that issue as well, um, Sean. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. It's so, a disgrace. Yeah. It, it is. It's like... It is. Yeah. Why doesn't this... Look, if I'm using a screen reader, it just say, fine, you're a blind person, you can't see the ads go away. Um, or there's an ad on the screen, would you like to view it? Of course not. See you later. <laughs> so, yeah. But look, I... Uh, yeah, look, I just think hold on to your old stuff if you can. If it's still working, nobody says you have to get a new one. Um, so, yeah, but if the – I don't even know how much the, the Fire tablet is on sale this time around, but if it's on sale I, and if you haven't got one or even if you want a second one, 
um, buy it because even if it's $100 or so, um, you're still getting a good deal. You said earlier about buying a lot of stuff, right? And and you, you almost yes. kind of went into the thing that I do sometimes, which is you start to justify it. Look, in your role, this is your right. job, right? This is what mm. you do. Correct. And in my job, yes. it's what I do. And in Sean's role, I have no idea mm. what he does. But yep. you know, <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to the tech, you know, when you're mm. talking to people, because you must talk to lots of different people across Australia that work you do. You do the yes. Vision Australia work, of course, and you're, you're doing these webinars. You must talk to lots of different people. What's the mood out there when it comes mm-hmm. to tech generally, do you find? Do you find people are kind of looking for the latest or are they looking for the best for you know best for their buck essentially the best bang for their buck absolutely no they're looking for cost no they're looking for the most cost effective option cost effective option because you know they go yes look i i know the ipad and i know the phone does this and that everything but all i want to do is make a phone call or all i want to do is take a note or i just want to make a recording that's all i want to do i don't need all the other bells and whistles i certainly don't need for a blind person a really high resolution screen and people do get annoyed that you know this stuff just costs lots and lots of money and as we learned through the three, last three decades you know you you say the magic word blind or, or low vision and the price of the product you know goes up and up and up and up and up Tenfold, as we yeah. used to like to say Stephen it, it becomes a million dollars Australian absolutely yeah, everything's um, a million dollars Australian yeah. <laughs> so, absolutely right. so and look, look, I agree with people because, you know, I sit there and say, oh, look, you know, the iPhone 14 Pro, which I, my wife's got, I don't have one. Um, it's fantastic. And then people say, turn around, but what's a good alternative? And then I say, well, you can get any of the iPhones and you, st- and you can still go back to the, what is it, the iPhone 7 or 8, which is still quite okay. Yep. The iPhone SE is fine. Or you go and buy yourself a cheap Android phone and, and use TalkBack on it for a couple of hundred dollars and you're still fine. So, but, yeah, I just... I think you're right, Steve. I think we're 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 too comfortable in our sort of little Mercedes Benz, and when we see somebody puttering past on their um, on their motor scooter, you know, it's okay to have a motor scooter. Nobody says you have to buy a Mercedes Benz. You know, we yep. might have a we might have a motor scooter in the boot of the Mercedes Benz. Who knows? Well, there is there is that FOMO thing, right? Which a lot of people have, which is the fear of missing out, the fear of missing the latest thing, or because they don't have the latest thing, they don't have. You know, what we try and do here is kind of say to people, look, I mean, like when I was, I love the iPhone SE and I still do. I think it's a great device, but I've got so many MagSafe chargers now and I think mm, I can't use any of that. You know, the that doesn't have the U1 chip. It doesn't have LiDAR in it, which of course the pros do, you know, and, and it's just important for people to know that. But a lot of people may not want any of that stuff and that's the key. Um, but, you know, you, you are someone that likes to buy your tech. So let's geek out a little bit on that. You bought a... A Yale smart lock. I want to ask you about this because I am really nervous mm. about getting any kind of smart lock in my house. Because I, you know, that way you just think. Mm-hmm. Ah, t- tell me, I'm wrong in this because I'm just intrigued about the, the safety and security here on this. They're after you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, he's left the building. We can prove it. Let's let's nick it and steal his crap while he's everything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, is it safe? Is it secure? Are you trusting this in your home? Absolutely. Yep. In fact, my so you know so this is the de- this is a deadlock. So I've still got my original, you know, d- door handle with the lock on it. So that handle now just stays unlocked, and it's the 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 actual, you know, smart lock that does the the bolt locking, the smart lock that does the door now. So when we walk out the door, I've got it preset so that it will automatically lock after two minutes, or you can just put your hand over the the touch screen at the front on the outside of the door that locks it straight away. Um, everybody in their house has got a PIN number. You've got the master code. Um, and I was thinking originally of getting the Wi-Fi extension, and here's where, where a bit of my little paranoia comes in. And I thought, do I really want Google and or Amazon um, having sort of access? Because you've got to, when you run it via Google or uh, Amazon Echo, you've got to have the, the the wireless hub module because it can't talk to the Bluetooth uh, lock by itself. Whereas with smart home stuff, the smart kit, the home kit stuff, it's only Bluetooth. I have I don't need to do it via Wi-Fi. So it's like having those Bluetooth eave switches and that sort of stuff. The home kit's polling it directly and using it directly. And so I thought, yeah, I'm just going to keep using Web Siri because I don't want anything being on the internet 
for my smart lock. So that's where my trust stopped. Mm. So I thought, no, I'm not going to use it with uh, with Google or, or Amazon. That that can go way away. Um, so now it's literally those two. So it's just Siri, the HomeKit. And the other thing too is it only works off the device that's on me. So it either works off my iPhone that I've got with me, which has to be unlocked, or it works with my Apple Watch, which is also unlocked. If I try and use it from any other you know, HomePod, my Mac, my iPad, it says, please go and use this off your personal device. So even though it says it's, it's you know, iPad and everything compatible, um, it's really not because it wants you, while you can access the Yale Access app off that, you've got to actually activate it from the watch you're wearing so it's unlocked or your iPhone when you've unlocked your iPhone. So it does have an extra level of security as well. So how does that work? Sorry, I'm a bit confused by this one. So it's Bluetooth connection yeah. only. It doesn't use the Wi-Fi. So you couldn't no, save no. from outside the home. If you were somewhere else and you wanted to let someone in to unlock it, you couldn't do that? No, you can. Because remember the way that um, HomeKit works is that your Apple TV or your, I think it's the HomePod as well, but I'm, I'm definitely sure it's the Apple TV. It's your hub to the internet. So yes. as long as I've got my Apple TV running, which I do, then right. it so it then connects to the rest of the, the Bluetooth thing. So if I wanted to turn my bathroom fan on or I wanted to turn the, 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 the kettle on or the fan on in one of my boys' bedrooms or whatever else it might be, I can still do that remotely. So I was irritating my... Um, Irritating my children because every time I use a smart lock, every family's iCloud account gets the notification. David just unlocked the front door. David just locked the front door. David just unlocked the front door. And eventually I got this message from my wife saying, will you stop playing? <laughs> and I said, Excellent. But I have to make sure it's accessible. <laughs> right. Okay. So that's, that's a big – because the other day the Google Nest service went down. And I couldn't access hmm. my heating at all. So I'm thinking it's not server related because wow. it's using Bluetooth local no. to the house, but you've got an external access hmm. there through an Apple TV or what was the other thing? Oh, HomePod. HomePod, HomePod, yeah. But the other really okay. cool thing, so literally what you've got is you've got this touchscreen on your, your front door, which if, if you don't activate it by putting your hand over it, it just looks like this flat Mac, flat matte sort of stainless steel classy thing. So, and as soon as you put your hand over it, it actually activates the, the touchscreen. And then the inside of the door, you've literally just got this big, you know, door lock with a manual switch on it. And then you've also got a, a privacy button. So if you hit that privacy button, it disables the touchscreen on the outside of the door. So if even if somebody put their hand over it to try and activate it and start entering a pin number if they knew, it wouldn't work. Um, and the other thing that's got, so it just takes, it's not wired up to anything. Uh, it takes nine, sorry, four triple A batteries, damn hang on, four, two A batteries, so four double A batteries. And then when the batteries go dead, which it does give you a warning about, by the way, it's got these two terminals underneath the touch screen on the outside or the touch keypad, I should say, these two little terminals that you can connect a nine volt battery to, and that gives you the unit enough power so you can still get into your house um, if the batteries go flat. And the, the third thing I wanted to mention about it is, You've got three modes. You've got um, your standard operation mode, which is your master key and your guest pins. You've got another mode, which is just the the guest pin, sorry, just the master code only. And then you've got another one, which is called holiday mode, and the keypad won't even activate for anybody. Mm, um, right. So that, I think for that one, you've got to get the Yale Access app out and actually use it off the app or something like that. I haven't investigated that one too much. but So um, two things lovely. then. So the so power mm. goes out and the internet goes out or one or the other happens. This thing isn't mm. affected really because it's Bluetooth, no. right? So it's Correct. Yeah, yep. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Mm. That's, that's, I guess, the, the big and, concern, and, isn't and, it? Security is one thing because obviously you think, you know, I don't want someone to be able to hack their way into my home. Um no. Although I guess at some point that could be a reality. I mean, let's be honest about it. It's it's, it's, yep. it's an internet yep. connected device, right? Um, but also you have well, 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 it's not a well. I mean, it's not anything. Well, if you say Bluetooth connected, connected, then security on Bluetooth is as good as Wi-Fi. 
there is that issue as well. But I, I yeah, yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, anyone could use a crowbar mm. if they really want to get in, right? So what's this? yeah? Look, well, this is now, if anybody's got yeah. that idea, now you're in trouble, mate. Where, where do you live again? What's your address? Yeah, <laughs> and actually, you know what? That, that's that's a really good point, right? Because my wife and I had this conversation, and she was, and and we both said the same thing. We said, look, if we we're ever going to do it, and we're ever going to get down the route of a smart lock, we were actually going to use it on the garden mm. on the on the garden gate because we thought, well, we could put one out there. Because then, you know, mm. that's one that, that particular gate is quite difficult to open from the outside. So we thought, right. and we quite like that. We think that's, that's quite nice for security. But the downside is that we can't get in. And there was what well, was a situation <laughs> where I had taken the bin out and the wind blew the gate shut and the front door was locked. And I thought, okay, how do I now get back into the house? So I had to, I had to go to my neighbour and say, would you mind jumping the fence for me? And grab a child and say, throw it over the fence and <laughs> open that gate, please. <laughs> like Charles Dickens' novel, throwing a child over. And while you're there, that chimney could do with cleaning. Um, I, can I just quickly say, I, I, I recently saw something from Switchbot, you know, these magic robot fingers oh, yeah. for button pressing. They also ah, do yes, one yes, yes. for turning a key in a lock. Really? Oh. Which I thought, really good. You could wow. retrofit something if you didn't want to go the Yale uh, route, and I'm yeah, assuming good. it's a lot cheaper as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, this this lock was 369 Australian, so whatever that wow. is in uh, a million Australian. You may have mentioned this, but mm. it does have a key, right? It does have a key as well. No. Ah, no okay. key. Right. No, no, no key. So, so no kind of the, bypass. The, the, no, no, you can't bypass it. So and the, I sh- I, this is the weird thing. I don't know why this does it. The menu, Stephen, talks. Oh. So when you, when you when you actually hit the, the hashtag, which it calls the uh, the, the gear key, as opposed as a, you know, like the setup key, it says main menu. And then it says, please enter selection from one to seven, whatever it is. So parts of the menu talk. And it's like, well, if you do that, and I know it's a touchscreen keypad, why couldn't you invoke some sort of screen reading type thing if I could invoke it in the app? So I could almost do, you know, flick left and right and double tap on the numbers. It's like sometimes when people put this speaking stuff into these units, like, it's like if you've gone that far, why couldn't you've just gone a bit further? Because of course I can't use the the touchpad, um, the no. keypad. I can, you know, I can lock the door by putting my hand over it and that sort of stuff. But I've got to use my Apple Watch on my phone to to unlock it myself, which is just you know, hey Siri, unlock front door. That's all I have to do. I locked everyone's front door. Well, that's a common. I didn't tell you the name of the door though. <laughs> that was just a common one. <laughs> I've made up a special name for the door. Is it? Is it? Can I just it's guess? A, is it David's front door? <laughs> no, no, it's not David's front door. <sighs> no, can I just no, say that that, that um, may not that may not be a TTS they've got in there, right? Because there is a bit of a jump. It may just be a wave file they're playing. As please choose. Da, 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 yeah, right? maybe I wouldn't be surprised because it actually is a. It's a. It's a woman's it's a nice voice, voice speaking, like a very clear female yeah. voice. Yeah, so it's like a recorded. So, you know, which yeah. you know, it, that's it. Yeah, so it's pre-recorded, but um, it is good. I mean, when when you get the password wrong, because I can hear from inside, it says invalid key. Please try again, and you hear the person go, "Oh, for friggin' hell." <laughs> Do I have to do that again? <laughs> I was tense there for a minute. Well done. Uh, I, think, oh, I, I was tense there though. too. I just stopped myself in time. <laughs> so final question for you, David, and this is a really mm. difficult one, so I apologise, but it is something people want to know. Yes. We're coming up to the end of the year, and it's one of those things that people often think about is, you know, what tech is out this year that's been really cool? What's the, the best thing out there? Mm. Um, you sample a lot of tech. So – what has passed through your hands this year that you think is something that you've you've maybe had hands on with, and then you've thought I would use that, and then you have actually gone and used, as opposed to just oh yeah, that's nice, I could see the benefit in that, like a fire tablet, and then you move on to the iPad. <laughs> I mean, it's like something else. Like what have you picked up and used and actually kept using that you would you would recommend? Um, I think the Hable One actually. Oh, that's interesting. Right? Okay, we we'll talked about that yeah, the other day because. Yeah. Yeah, because when I when I got it, I thought, you know, and I learned how to do it, and I did the evaluation on it, and blah blah blah, and I thought it was a really great unit. Um, and then they've added, you know, the fact that you can actually update update it via the app now, which is actually even even nicer on iOS. And so, yeah, and you're right. Sometimes I do start evaluating stuff, and then I think, 
you know what? I think I'm just going to keep using this because it is so handy because sometimes I don't want to use the Braille screen input mode on the iPhone or, that, or on the Android phone. I just want to, you know, quote, type in or Braille in, you know, on a physical keyboard. And the fact they've done such a good job with the way the, the navigation works by just holding down one key and pressing the other or vice versa, that works really nicely. And it does really fit in your pocket very nicely. So, you know, out of the, you know, the Orbit Riders of the world, the Revo keyboards, um, you know, the the tap one that you wore on your hand, which people said it looked like I was wearing a, a pair of knuckle dusters or something. Yes. Um, and just all those different types of keyboards. But they all had their spot, but this one just sort of really hit the spot for me because I just thought it's, you know, six main keys and your dot seven and dot eight and, and off you go. So... Um, yeah, so I think that was the device. There's a couple of devices that I've actually kept using this year, but that was definitely one of them. Hmm. Interesting. Well, listen, thank you again for coming on. Really appreciate it. Come back soon on to Double Tap and uh, tell us more about all the stuff you're buying uh, because it saves me doing it. I like it. It means if you do it, then I don't have to buy it. It's just brilliant. Now, can I actually still ask you if you're still wearing your Apple Watch Ultra or did you, or did you return it? Oh, no, I've kept it. I love it. Well done. So do I. Yeah, yes, I think it's the best. I Very honestly good. think it's the best Apple Watch they've ever made. Oh, wow. <laughs> Tim, Tim Cook thinks the this same. Is, well this is the best product. Is this like, this is the best insert product name we have ever made? <laughs> I think it is, though. I think in terms of sound, I think in terms of size, I love the flat you know, screen on it. I think it just it makes it so much easier to navigate around. Having that little edge is good. Oh. I and like what it. you're using it for. Edge, exactly. It's a way of it. The edge is good because you can locate your complications near the edge without touching exactly. the screen. It's, yeah, not no, on, no. it's not on like a curved edge, which always was a bit of a nuisance <laughs> and to get. What are you using to. it for? What do you mean? What are you using it for? What do you, what? What do you think to, I use it to, for? I use it to make it. the dinner. <laughs> you're using it to swipe away notifications. That's what you're using your ultra for. What? You're not in the jungle. You're not on the top of a mountain. What? What's he the is. With he you? is. He's in Australia. He's he's karateing <laughs> oh, kangaroos or whatever it is they do for fun. Kangaroos to deal with, mate. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> and if the, you know, if the tin check leaks, you've got to be able to contact people. He needs that satellite mode over there. They don't have internet. That's it. <laughs> right, how many more stereotypes can we get out of Australia? That's okay. Um, I know, that's right. right, listen, thank you again, David, for coming on. Really appreciate it. And uh, we can find you on the Talking Tech podcast every week. And you've got uh, you've got your own podcast, the IC podcast. Has that I changed? Do, yes. Has that changed I've, recently? I've re- no, I've 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 re arrested. Re- arres- it's going again. <laughs> it's going about to say that word. <laughs> uh, it's up and running again because I had about a three month break. You know, when you get to, you get to a time you love everything, right? That's it. I've had enough. And then about three months <laughs> oh, goes yes. by. And you know, well, I've got enough energy again to start doing that again. So yeah, yeah, it's up and running again. And just to put Sean at at some sort of point of view, I'm going to do a podcast on my Apple Watch Ultra, and you can listen to it, and I want your feedback on it. All there right, you go. No so problem. challenge. <laughs> right, David, come Very back good. soon. I will. See you later. Thanks, mate. That's it for today. Keep your feedback coming. Feedback at doubletaponair.com. 1-877-803-4567 is our listener line. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Love Double Tap? Did you know we're on the TV too? Check out brand new episodes of Double Tap TV on AMI-tv every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or binge on all episodes online at ami.ca forward slash Double Tap. We're also on YouTube. Search for Double Tap to catch our episodes there too. The Walrus is Canada's conversation and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.